This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famer Mike Vendee's joining us here, Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Hey, what's up? Happy Tuesday. Welcome. Jason Walker Show inside the Above All Handyman Services Man Cave. Above All Handyman Services. Get a hold of them today for all of your home improvement needs, and you'll get a 10% discount on a paint job up to 250 bucks by recommending or hearing and mentioning the Jason Walker Show. So, we got a lot coming up today. A lot. We are chatting with Shelby Rasmussen, the MSU's rodeo standout about uh, the MSU Spring Rodeo, which is coming up this week. Also, Linda Weiler-Jacobson is going to join us, former Lady Grizz standout. We talk a lot about Robin Selvig, but we're also going to talk about her new business, LWJ Productions, in which uh, she started up and helping young recruits get noticed, because she was a young recruit once and absolutely killed it. The opening segment of the Jason Walker Show is brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes, the premier log home company in the industry with three distinct divisions, so you can create the log home of your dreams and your budget. You've got milled log, you've got timber frame, you've got handcrafted for this family-owned and operated veteran and woman-owned business. Check them out, yourcustomlog.com to get started today. You watch on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, treasurestateradio.com, and more. And we welcome you on a Tuesday. Hope you had a uh, good Monday. If you want to weigh in on the national championship, feel free at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter. Email Jason at jasonwalkershow.com. Phone number is 406-209-1267. Great national championship, which uh, we'll talk about here in a second. Did want to mention briefly the Helena High and Capital softball games against CMR and Great Falls High were canceled today because of the wind. Uh, no makeup dates have been announced, so there's that. Uh, East Helena got beat by Stevie last night in the first varsity uh, game um, at home for East Helena for the uh, Vigilantes. And let's see here. I can't remember who was it that put up the uh, um, – First home run, I have it. Bell Syringer pitched, also hit the first varsity home run for East Helena. But the national championship last night, a legendary game, right? Kansas winning it over North Carolina, down, what, 15 or whatever at the half, 16, came back to get the big win. And uh, you feel bad for Uber Davis and the uh, Tar Heels, but... I told you the Jayhawks were going to win. Bill Self getting it done. 
and uh, Kansas winning the title, which is pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, congratulations to the Jayhawks. And an exciting game, for sure. Uh, what else? Saw this today, too. Uh, Richmond champion, the great uh, uh, rodeoer, bareback rider, uh, is out for a year. He had a severely bulged disc, the C3, C4 disc, and had a uh, – it was compressing his spinal cord. So he had a fusion surgery and told the PRCA in a release that he had an MRI done the second week of March, and uh, there was, uh, surgery went great, full recovery is expected. Uh, he's supposed to be immobile for uh, a while, but he underwent cervical fusion on uh, last Friday, which is nuts. We wish him the best. Champion was eighth in the PRCA a year ago. Rode real well, almost $100,000 just under at uh, last year's NFR in December in Vegas. Entered uh, 16th. He was, going, he was in 16th going into his uh, surgery. So done for the year, but he'll be back. Uh, it was pro day yesterday in Bozeman, pro day in Missoula today. And by all accounts, good job by everybody. All right. Speaking of rodeo, the Montana State Spring Rodeo is coming up this weekend. In fact, it starts on Thursday at the Brick Breen Fieldhouse, back in the Brick for the first time since 2019. And it's super cool. There's no better environment than the brick for for a college rodeo. And it's awesome. You've got two rodeos, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday, followed up by Sunday short go. Now, the short go on Sunday, 1 to 3. If you cannot make it to Bozeman, you can watch it live on SWX. Uh, myself, uh, former UM rider, uh, Caleb Barrett, who's now a uh, professional bullfighter, and also uh, Alex Eshelman will join us on the broadcast. So looking forward to that on Sunday. We'll be down in Bozeman. But there's a lot of rodeo between now and Sunday, and to talk about it, joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, the great Shelby Rasmussen in her senior year. What's it going to be like to get back to the brick? And Shelby joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, Coach. Uh, happy Monday. It is National. How about we actually put in the uh, the right interview? <laughs> oh, I love technology. Here we go. Let's do this now, Shelby Rasmussen. Miss Rasmussen, how was your winter? It was it was good. I spent most of the winter in Arizona, so I'm on a horse, so that made it a lot lot better. <laughs> it's always good when you're on the back of a horse, right? Exactly. Can't go wrong there. Have you ever had a bad day on the back of a horse? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, a bad day on the on the back of a horse is better than a good day in most other situations. That's exactly right. Shelby Rasmussen yeah. joining us here, Jason Walker Show. It is your final spring rodeo. We thought last year was going to be it, maybe the year before. Who knew? But what's what's your feelings two days out? You know, I'm just excited. It's it's a, the best week of the year, and uh, 
we get to rodeo back in the field house. We haven't been there since 2019, so uh, it's pretty exciting. We spent the last few days setting it up, and we get to go practice in there today, so just making it even that more, much more special. Setup is always a fun time. It, it's hard work, but it's always fun, and everybody helps out. I, I helped out one time, long time ago, um, but that's such a great arena and so easy to set up. Everybody just knows how to do it. Yeah, you know, um, it's a lot of work, but I think the um, anticipation for the week makes it that much more fun. We uh, laid plywood Sunday and then set up the whole arena yesterday, and we had a, a Coach Bullock help us out, which helped um, – Make things go smooth. He'd been here for so long, so we were thankful that he could come help us get everything set up and ready to go. How nervous do you think Coach Whitaker is? What's that? How nervous do you think Coach Kyle Whitaker is? I think he's pretty nervous. I think he has a lot on his plate, but I think he's as, I think he's as excited or more excited than all of us even. I think it's a big week for him as well. I've been on that campus a lot, Shelby. You obviously as well. Uh, concerts, basketball games, you name it. We've seen it all in the field house. But there's nothing better than this week when the smell of dirt and then the smell of manure fills that arena. It is unreal. It's unlike anything else in there. The atmosphere is crazy. They're already nearing selling out. I know this afternoon there's a group of us riding horses through campus. It's just it's a crazy week around here, and I think it's the best week of the year. Yep, Shelby Rasmussen joining us, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. It is the kickoff to the spring rodeo season in the Big Sky region. Um, this one's just as important as all the others, but how important is this one for, for Montana State? This is a huge week, and not only do we get to compete, we have two rodeos, so that's huge. We uh, Friday, Saturday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that's, that's a lot of points just for our season, but we're also at home, and we're getting, we get to raise our banner for winning the nation this past June, so it makes it that much more special as well. And it's going to be on Friday night, and you guys yes. have been honored so many times. How special will that be to see that banner go up? I think that might be the coolest honor. I think that's going to be one of the coolest moments for sure. Uh, we've, I know we've been looking forward to it since that night that they told us we won, and it's going to be pretty cool not only to raise that banner, but then to get to see it every time we walk in the field house. We talk about this about once a year, but dinner with President Waded Cruzado, what was it like this year? Oh, it's awesome. She's such a great supporter, and she uh, she does so much for us, and it's awesome to get to go visit with her, and she fed us such a good dinner and um, makes sure to talk to each and every one of us, so it's just really special, another special part about being here at Montana State. You guys are sitting about 822 points ahead of MSU Northern as you head into the spring season. How do you maintain that? I think just keep doing what we know how to do. Um, I think just take it one one rodeo, one event at a time, and just do do what we can and uh, know who we are and just keep keep chipping away like we know how to. So how much did you do a ton of roping down in, in Arizona? Uh, yeah, I did. I did a lot of roping in Arizona, <laughs> so that was nice. To stay sharp this summer or this winter, and it. I feel like then I get back up here, and I'm not trying to catch up. You know, it's hard sometimes in the winter to um, keep horses in shape. So it was nice to just be able to go enjoy some nice weather and rope. And uh, I, I've been traveling a lot for work too, so it was nice to be able to be somewhere where I could be a little more flexible with practice. Oh yeah, you are. Are you still working? Is it uh, Pendleton? Is that what you're doing? Yes. Yep, I'm doing event sponsorship coordinating for Pendleton Whiskey, so staying busy, that's for sure. I still I still don't have my bottle of Pendleton, by the way. I'm just saying. I know. I'm just saying. 
I'll get back to you. <laughs> you know, I will be there Sunday. We talked about this a little bit before we came on the air, but um, I'm broadcasting the rodeo on SWX, so I'll be there on uh, on Sunday afternoon. Perfect. We'll see what we can do then. <laughs> I don't know if uh, can we. Yeah, well, I'm, there's a lot of sneaking of Pendleton going into rodeos a lot anyway, so I think we can figure it out. Shelby Rasmus yeah. joining us here, Jason Walker show. Um, your personal feelings we talked about a little bit, but how cool is it? I mean, we've talked about riding, you know, leading the flag, leading the football team out, going to other rodeos and competing at the CNFR and things like that. But how special is this one for you? You know, this rodeo, I, I just, it's hard to even explain because I think the whole energy of the week is insane, but I think, and it really hits you when, like tonight, we'll ride in there on our horses for the first time. And I think it's just, I don't even know really how to put it into words or even what the feeling is, but it's just unlike any other feeling, maybe besides riding on the football field, that feeling's pretty cool too. <laughs> but uh, it's just such a cool atmosphere. The energy around town is crazy, and there's so many students that come, and it's just, I don't think a lot of college rodeo kids even get to experience that, um, so we're pretty lucky that we do. You're sitting second in the goat tying. You are a little bit back in uh, the breakaway, and uh, sitting ninth in barrels. Can you qualify for all three, or are you going to focus on just one this spring? I really, I think I'm going to, I'm. my goal is the all-around title this year, but I have chances to qualify in everything. So that's that's obviously my goal. Um, I uh, would like so there's over 300 points available to Bozeman. So really anything can happen. Bozeman really sets up the whole spring. So I'd really like to have a really good weekend and set myself up to be able to qualify in all four of my events and give myself that chance. That's the ultimate goal for sure. For sure, we talk a lot about hot streaks in sports. You know, you can get on a shooting hot streak or. A, hitting hot streak in baseball, you know, but can you get on a hot streak in rodeo as far as the roping and the riding? Yes, I think definitely. I think especially something like roping, goat tying, um, that confidence is huge. I mean, so much of rodeo and any sport, but so much of rodeo is mental. And I think when you can get on that, in that zone where you're just confident and you know when you ride in the arena that you are going to win, I think that's hard to beat, you know, and I think so definitely you can have a hot streak. You got some great teammates in there. Um, what's it like to ride with these guys for the last time in the, in the, the field house? Oh, it's just, it's awesome. Um, it's kind of bittersweet. I, I, uh, I don't really want it to be my last one, especially since I've only got to rodeo in here. Now this will be three times, and but it's a great group of people to do it with and a heck of a way to go out, that's for sure. Like I said, the team, uh, national champs last year, we all know that, which is still pretty cool. Um, but you can't rest on those laurels. You guys still have to keep working. You got Northern yes. right behind you. You got Western right behind you. Um, how good are those two programs? They're awesome. You know, they're so tough. And there's a lot of pressure this year, us coming off the national title, which I think, I mean, just adds to it. I don't think it made it any easier. I think, if anything, it made it harder. But we are, again, some really awesome competitors at all these schools in the region, and, which I think makes us better. I think that helps us compete at the college finals. So it's really, it's good. It's good for us throughout the year and then going to the CNFR. Is this the, is the Big Sky region the best region in your mind in, in, in college rodeo? You know, there's a lot of really good regions, but we sure do have a tough, I mean, it's a great atmosphere, which makes it awesome. And 
our women's event, well, everything is tough, but I mean, the go time in our region, the roping, it's, it's an awesome place to be. And we're a good size. We're a good atmosphere. Everybody's friends, but we're still fairly large. And I, I, I really love this region. I, wouldn't do it over again going anywhere else. Well, I, I don't think I'd, I'd enjoy that because I probably couldn't, wouldn't get to talk to you as much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Shelby Rasmussen joining us here, Jason Walker Show. It is National Caramel Day. Are you a fan of caramel? And how do you pronounce Ooh, yes, it? yes, I didn't know that. Yeah. Are you a, is, it, is it caramel or is it caramel for you? I say caramel. I do too. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it, so you're a big fan of those. Yeah, I like it in my coffee. I should have got that this morning. Ooh, caramel macchiato is my go-to. Yep. Yeah. See, we're like we're like soul um, sisters, you know, in a weird way. I don't even know what that yeah. means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The obligatory. How's the family doing? They're doing good. Um, Paige and I are getting ready together, obviously, for the rodeo. Uh, both my parents are going to be here this weekend. My dad actually took a weekend off for the first time. And, I don't know how long, so that'll be awesome to just have that our whole family here for my last rodeo and our first rodeo in the field house in the last three years. What's the? I mean, can you sense the excitement around the crowd or around the? What? Can you sense the excitement around campus? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's always crazy this week, but I think it's especially. I mean, we haven't had a rodeo here in three years, so. <laughs> Um, the excitement is definitely there. We know how great Bobcat Athletics has been. It's been quoted as the year of the Bobcats. It started with you guys last June in, in Casper. Football, we know how great they were. Basketball, both teams. How, how, do you yeah. guys feel any pressure to keep that, that um, year going? You know, I think I think to a point, um, it's kind of an interesting year, too, because it's the first year that we're back under the athletic department. So we're a lot more a part of things, which I think makes it more pressure, but a lot more exciting too. Um, we've been in the workout room um, twice a week for the first year, like with an organized workout program with um, strength coaches, and we've had a lot of resources through the athletic department. So I think that has helped us, but also a lot of pressure as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know they uh, they want you guys to succeed like everybody else. Uh, you mentioned the yeah. weight training and the the workout program. How has that changed you physically and mentally? I think it makes such a huge difference. And I think in obvious ways, strength and um, mentally and stuff, but I think it's so huge for our whole team to get together twice a week at 6.30 in the morning because so much of rodeo is so separate. Like I don't see a lot of the different people in different events. So it's nice that our whole team has something to do together twice a week um, in the morning. I think that's really helped our team chemistry as well, which plays a huge role, even though a lot of what we do is individual. Yeah, it's the most, uh, aside from wrestling, one of the most individual sports, but you compete as a team, which is awesome. And Yeah. Let's talk about well, the, Oh, go ahead. Well, and the, the team chemistry I think is important too because we only have one coach for 40-some of us. So I think a lot of us, a lot of it is dependent on us helping each other as well. So when we have good mm-hmm. team chemistry and teamwork, I think that does nothing but improve all of us, you know. Real quick, let's talk about the guys. They're sitting number one. They're about a thousand points ahead. How good are they this year? They're awesome this year. We've lucked out with some really good boys and all across the board. And uh, so I'm excited to watch them this weekend. I think with Coach Whitaker, they've really been working hard, and we got to practice all winter this year, which was awesome. So I think it's going to be an exciting weekend in spring. I ask you this every year: if nobody's been to the MSU Spring Rodeo, why go? 
oh, just the energy and um, you got to come see the Bobcats, Bobcat Rodeo team and um, you won't regret it. It's unlike any other event. It's fun. It's great competition. Um, you just, you can't miss it. That's a perfect, yeah, you're, you, this is why I told Alex Eshelman this last week from uh, ABC Fox Montana. You have a career in television. You've already kind of done it, but that's, that's why you're the go-to for talking rodeo because you're, you're so yeah. smooth. <laughs> yeah, I really, I enjoy it. So, well, you do awesome. Uh, looking forward to seeing you on Sunday and, uh, the whole family and good luck this weekend. Who are we going to be riding in each event? Um, I'll ride. Petey in the roping event, so in the team roping and the brakeler roping, I'll ride Ice Cube in the goat time, and then I'm actually having to borrow a horse in the breakaway, so I'm riding a teammate, or in the barrel racing, sorry. So I'm riding a teammate's horse in the barrel racing. My horse is um, out with injury right now, so gotcha. something different. Yeah, well, hey, something different, but something new and something exciting, and you're a great horsewoman, so you'll handle it just fine, I'm sure. Well, thank you. <laughs> Shelby Rasmussen, thank you so much for your time. We'll see you on Sunday, and uh, have some fun. Thank you. Can't wait. Shelby Rasmussen joining us. Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. It's not just a bundle. It's your home. It's your auto. It's your life. Mike understands that, and he understands family. I like the Rasmussen family. Get a hold of Mike Miller, State Farm, and Helena today. It's going to be great to see Flint, um, Katie, Mom, and then, uh, of course, Shelby and Paige. And uh, you can watch Sunday Short Go on SWX Montana uh, with myself, Caleb Barrett, and Alex Eshelman on the call. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, take a quick break. When we return, Linda Weiler-Jacobson will join us. She is a former Lady Grizz standout with a lot of great Montana connections. And she's using those connections to help others get recruited to go play college sports. She will join us next here on the Jason Walker Show, the opening segment Brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes, the premier log home company in the industry with 50-plus years' experience and the finest craftsmen available in the state will build you a home crafted to last for generations. These are true log homes, not D-log, not log-sided stick frame homes. And uh, you can check them out at yourcustomlog.com to get started today. Linda Weiler-Jacobson, next, Jason Walker Show. Strength, beauty, grit. Superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes. Crafting homes that last for generations. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right Grab and Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. 
Call State Farm Agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. This segment in the above all handyman services man cave is brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn in Helena. On this day in history coming up, the walk-off and more. Got a chance earlier today, however, to uh, catch up with former Lady Grizz standout Linda Weiler-Jacobson. She had a great career in the copper and the gold for uh, the Lady Grizz. She's got a new business now, and it's called LWJ Productions, in which she puts together films and helps recruits get recruited. And she joins us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, Linda, we, uh, we were just talking before we came on the air, and we go way back, even though we might not have known it, but... I did PA announcing for Montana State. You were playing and killing the Bobcats with the Lady Grizz, but uh, your sister Karen played for Montana State Volleyball. So we go, we have a history. Yeah, and it's nice to bring it full circle yet again. This is crazy, (laughs) crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, And just reminiscing, and, you know, ever since I reached out to you for this, for this interview, it's been, you know, I, I've been promoting it as former Lady Grizz standout. I mean, there's really no other way to say it because you were. What do you miss most about those playing days? Oh, the fans. No, I it, I don't even have to think about that question, the fans. Yeah. And I would say the friendships, but I'm still friends with everyone I've played with, so it's the fans. <laughs> uh, and... And being the cat, Dahlberg had unbelievable and has unbelievable fans. And those days with the Lady Grizz, I'm sure were were some of your favorite. Uh, yeah, I I mean we the, we get we get together a lot the players that I played with, and we always say back in the day because <laughs> it's completely changed now, and we feel like we kind of had it really good and. Yeah, I mean, you just can't beat it, and you, you wish you could see it again, but you know it's never going to happen. But just to have the crowd there, and you, I don't think how I don't think it's ever going to happen where someone can say that they played for a coach and they dropped four banners out of their five years. You know, some of them dropped five, so it's it's something really special, and I we still talk about it. I mean, it's just a huge part of our lives still. When we talk about the Lady Grizz and and Coach Selvig, um, the house that Rob built, that documentary that came out a couple years ago, is moving. It's a great tribute to a great man who did so much, not only for the state of Montana in basketball and other sports, but the nation, really. And there's no reason. Why is he not in the Hall of Fame, Linda? Hell, I don't know. (laughs) I have no, I don't know, and I've talked to so many people about this. 
And I don't get it. I don't know if, like, they have their criteria set, but maybe he didn't make it past the Sweet 16, or maybe it's because he didn't win a championship, but that's not part of the criteria. Mm-hmm. So it's shocking to me that it honestly is shocking that coaches, which I love that people, you know, that are going in, I think they well deserve it, but you've got to be kidding me. When there's a top 10 coach and he's the only one not in, like, and there's coaches getting in there that, and I, that are doing great work, but I don't know. I, I might have to go and knock on their doors. <laughs> hey, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with let's you. Let's <laughs> caravan and go because that question needs to be answered. Can you imagine if we were to drive to the Hall of Fame headquarters in the NCAA and 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 say this man needs to be in the Hall of Fame? How many people? I mean, we talk about people's convoys and marches all over the place, but how many how many people would we have behind us? I'm assuming everybody that knows anything about him. So <laughs> millions. Yeah, if you know just one stat about Rob, oh. you're going to be like he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Not to mention all of his stats. So. Yeah, and he he just he put out some great young ladies, and you're one of them. Uh, what was that recruiting pitch like? Oh, my gosh. I laugh about this because my job now, I share with these players about how back in the day we would get recruited. And first of all, I almost didn't because I don't know if people are aware of this, but I have red hair and I kind of had a temper. No. Um, And so I remember him, number one, I still have them. And I have a letter from Shannon, even and Annette, and they they started out with just letters. But I I remember the day that Rob called me and asked, and I had Utah State for volleyball, and I had Gonzaga, and Rob called me and he asked me to if I wanted to come play with him, and I literally said I need to ask my parents. Oh. <laughs> so I hung up. <laughs> And talked to my parents. They said I should, so I called them back. Nice. By the way, this was all done long distance. Yes, and those charges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, can we afford to call them back? So, yeah. <laughs> I said no to Gonzaga. I said, I'm sorry, volleyball isn't physical enough. And I said, if someone named Robin Selvig calls you, you say yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Linda Weiler-Jacobson, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. How did he, how did, what did you learn from those days to what you do now in really helping other recruits? Oh, great question. Because, um, I mean, I only got to spend five years of my life with him, uh, but I feel like those five were probably the most significant. Um, And just sports in general, they're significant, but spending that time with him and then later on realizing that how good he was at getting the potential out of each player, I mean, each player. Mm. And he did it because he generally wanted to get to know you to figure out what drove you. So I didn't really recognize that until I started coaching at Hellgate. Um, and I, it was like a toolbox that I could start using. 
And so now, talking to these recruits and doing a lot of film work, I think that's probably the number one thing that I use is, I think, from him getting to know me and just seeing what he can do with all of his players, understanding how to get the best out of them, I think it transfers into what I do now really well. Which we'll talk about here in a second, um, but I want to continue this theme real quick because you mentioned you're a redhead. I remember pretty much going back to the early 90s, every Lady Grizz had to be blonde almost. It was There was so many blondes on those teams, and and it was just because I remember sitting in, in, in Brook Breeden Fieldhouse when, when Cass Bauer and the Bobcats won and then won again the next week to uh, and won the coin flip to uh, – to win that title way back in the 90s, but everybody was blonde. I mean, you you were one of the, the rare redheads that played. Oh, yeah, I really had to break through. <laughs> I re- <laughs> he really took a chance on me. <laughs> had nothing to do with your ability. It was all about the hair. He's like, I don't know. We're going to see if it plays out. <laughs> it worked with the uh, the uniform, though. Well, that's the whole, first of all, when Robin Selva calls, you say yes. And secondly, when they have copper and gold and it matches your hair, <laughs> you're like, this is a win-win. And then a year later, they change the colors. So this is a whole nother topic. <laughs> oh, so you were you a fan of the, the change? No. <laughs> Never have been. I go with copper and gold. Those there are my you go. colors. There you go. I don't understand <laughs> why they're maroon, but, I, you know. I embrace it. I try to embrace change. Uh, However, it's been almost 20 years. Yeah, it's uh, it is it is hard for some people. Um, so you founded. So you got you coached at Hellgate after your playing days. You were there, um, and then two years Never ago, I go got started on this project, LWJ Productions. What is it, and what do you do? Uh, well, it's yeah, it's been a, it, two years, but it feels like it's taken forever. Um, but it's something that I started thinking about when I was coaching at Hellgate because the Hinthorns, what I loved about them is kind of they did the same thing with Rob. They got to know me and they got to know my strengths and I figured out they kind of gave me full reign of watching video and kind of breaking down and helping the team scout for the next um, game. And I could not get enough of it. I And I'd never watched film before. I mean, we did with Rob, but it wasn't to where I was breaking it down. He would do it for us. Um, But I just realized that I really loved breaking down film. I loved being able to scout and to determine weaknesses of players and strengths of teams. Um, And so that I did that for five years, scouting film. And about 2000, yeah, 2020, I lost my full-time job, which I was working at home. Um, for 10 years for this company out of Vegas, and they fired me with COVID, mm. which was weird because I was working from home. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, and I had to kind of quit coaching. That was my reason for quitting. I just kind of put threw me into a tailspin. Uh, but I sat there, and I'm like, okay, well, what could I do to kind of help my family where we just lost 50% of our income? Uh you know, everybody has struggles, so I'm, well, let's see if, you know, maybe I could get, you know, start making films. And so I literally just emailed out the Hellgate 
parents and said, I, you know, lost my job. I'm going to start doing some film creation for recruiting. Anybody want to make? And literally, I had five, mm. like, immediately. So, but then through that and me being super involved with, um, still with kind of the Lady Grizz, I started asking the coaches currently, which was Mike Petrino and Nate Coville, kind of how they recruit and what benefit, you know, what emails come in do you, you know, you click through and kind of their, what works, what didn't. And I started to realize that there was a huge disconnect, especially in Montana. And maybe you can kind of relate to this because you've been involved with Montana sports for so long in the high school realm, but there's a huge disconnect, maybe not with like the top five players in the state for girls basketball, but those players that do still have, they have the talent to play JUCO all the way to D1, the relationship between them and coaches at the college level um, just isn't there. And them understanding kind of what to put into a film, even when they do it on their own, the parents are doing it. Um, and so I feel like back then I was like, okay, there's something I can do here. And it took me about two years. Um, and then the big kind of change was December of this last year, my mom passed away. And it was suddenly, and she had been praying for a long time that I found a dream job where I used my skill and what I love the most. And after I kind of got through the grieving process, which kind of another tailspin, um, it just kind of opened up that I needed to just do this full time. And so I've been doing it for two years as about three weeks is when I kind of made everybody aware. Um, but it's been a long time of me doing research and trying to just make sure I can help these players and their families create those relationships earlier, but also help them you know, determine how to put a good film together. Which is important because, and I go back to even when they made the switch in high school, to uh, late 90s to move basketball to, um, or early 2000s, I guess, to make basketball or volleyball a uh, separation, you know, yeah. switch the seasons. And a lot of that was because volleyball players felt they weren't getting the, the right amount of recruiting. And I always said, look, if you're if you're good, they're gonna get you're gonna get found. And this was long before the days of the internet. Mm -hmm. But you bring up a good point because it wasn't the top kids. Yeah, those are you're gonna get found no matter how good you are. But that third option on the scoring roster, the the fourth option that might be the best defender that nobody really pays attention to, because everybody looks at how many points you had. Or how many kills did you have? It might not be the libero, the setter, and such. You know, the such. But those are important. And like you said, you you have a lot of those, Linda, that can go on to play D one or NAI or whatever they want if they choose to. And and that's a big help now with what you do. Yeah, it's been pretty. I mean, I have I've I have about six clients. I have about three more videos coming out in the next I don't know two weeks. Um, and it's just been really eye-opening for me, kind of how frustrating it is for these families and these players. But it's this is the other thing, is the aspect between the high school coaches and these AAU programs. I mean, it's this is a massive um, kind of disconnect. And what's been really cool is the information I'm learning, I have realized that I have connections with people that I didn't realize I had, 
and that stems to like the high school coaching realm, but also AAU programs. And these players, I'm helping not only um, get these videos out and prep them to, you know, create emails that build relationships, but I'm also evaluating them, and I'm speaking to the AAU teams, and then I'm speaking to their high school teams, and it's kind of putting everybody on the same page to build them so they're, you know, at their best, but also helping these high school coaches that some of them have no idea when a player comes to them and says, I actually feel like I want to play in college, they have no idea what to do next. So I'm learning that I I really want to get more involved in that aspect too. Yeah, no, and that's important because that's a bridge. You have a lot of coaches that, you know, especially at smaller schools that, mm-hmm. you know, are, are teachers first and might be the coach second. I mean, you might have a superintendent. My dad was a superintendent at Lavina and had to, you know, come out of retirement to coach because nobody wanted to. And so, you know, he didn't necessarily, still doesn't necessarily know how to get those kids looked at, get them recruited, and and, and you're kind of that bridge now. Is that right? It, yeah, I'm realizing that, that there's something there, and it, I mean, it is. This is like a passion project, and I kind of posted the other day on my personal page that, uh, I don't really go to a church, but my mom knew that any time I could be in the gym or talking about basketball, that was it. So, <laughs> I mean, this is something that I could do every day. I actually do it a lot, all hours of the day. And it's something that I, especially in Montana, I really think it could shift where coaches go to look because I think we're Montana and the talent is very much overlooked. Oh, yeah. When you talk to the the college coaches and then translate that down to the high school coaches or AAU coaches, what do you say? And what do you get from the college coaches to translate? They've been – this is the other thing. These college coaches, for them, number one, just to take the time because they they get bombarded with information from players every day. And just for them to take the time to talk to me so I can start helping people that will soon reach out to them, number one, I'm just super thankful for. Um, but the information they've given me, is it's easily relatable, but it's, it's also some, some of these families, it's not really common sense. And the other thing is they're speaking to me not just about what they want to see, but also they're helping me with the portal situation, mm-hmm. which is an, it completely shifts how you as a recruit should be reaching out and how you show yourself. Um, so that's also been really helpful. Um, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I'm also not stopping. Like I just reached out to some other college coaches, some at D. I want to reach out to every single level because I think there is differences, but the information I'm kind of hearing from, I've talked to three different divisional kind of style coaches, it's it's all the same, and it's building that relationship um, sooner and how you get past just the subject line of an email. It's, you know? it's interesting because... A lot of this goes back to the great coaches. It goes back to Robin Selvig. And I was always amazed, Linda, at how he recruited to what he needed, not necessarily the best players, but he recruited to what he needed to fill the roster. 
And it sounds to me like that's how you're approaching this a little bit as far as, look, you might not be the top scorer on any team ever in your career, but you can help this team at this position. Is that? Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You. Wow, you're good at what you do. Um, well, thank you. <laughs> I, I 100%, I really believe... I really believe I can help these players, but it's also, I, they have to work hard for me, and it's not, if you're going to just go through this process because you can post a picture that you've committed, then you're not, we're not going to work out. You know, like they have to put in the work. They have to really dig deep and figure out, you know, where they actually want to go and who they want to play for and why do you want to play for them. Because if you can't do that, then the coach that, watches your video or reads your email and can sense potential, which good coaches, that's what they're looking for. They're not looking for the one that's peaked, that doesn't work hard and doesn't show those, you know, intangibles and stuff. They're looking for potential, at least the ones that are, number one, trying to rebuild a program or number Mm -hmm. two, trying to bring in somebody because, you know, you watch Don Staley and how the first thing she did was thank the bench for where they came, you know, for them being there. She's not the only one doing that. She's just at the national level. There's coaches out there, and these players deserve to find a coach and a program that values them, and that's what I think that I for sure know I can do that. So when you're sitting down as we talk with uh, Linda Weiler-Jacobson, the founder of LWJ Productions, you can follow her on Twitter and Facebook, but how do you approach, what's that first email? I mean, because it, it does come down to this, the the body of it, but how do you hit that coach and say, this is why you need to read this? Those are good questions, and that's a really good question. It, it, I don't want to give away too much because <laughs> some of this stuff, you go, we got to go through some, some chats, um, the player, and they have to really buy into what I'm doing. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I help them. And I throw in, these coaches are going to start understanding where these emails are starting from because there's going to be a little Linda personality in them, but it's going to be the the player, and they have to work hard to make sure that their personality shines through. Um, but, yeah, it, it there's a lot of work that they have to do, and then I work with them after I've seen that from them, and we kind of come up with a plan. Um but it's based off the details that I've been given from these coaches that I've kind of put into, you know, my game plan, if you will, mm-hmm. of what you do to create these relationships and do it sooner than I think a lot of parents and families and players are doing it now. I don't know if that helps without giving out <laughs> well, tips yeah, and tricks. Don't give out the trade secrets. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> you're trying to build a program here. <laughs> yeah. You let me know if you need a highlight reel, Jason, and you can get hey, the trade secrets. I absolutely do because you never know. I mean, I can sit here and put together my own tapes, and it goes back to what you first said. Parents are putting together tapes. But if I'm uh, applying for a job in another state or whatever, you know, I need a resume tape, and that's essentially what you're building is resume tapes and couple letters and, and how to sell yourself, basically. Yeah, and – it's interesting because these younger kids, you know, everything's done on. They communicate via TikTok and, mm-hmm. you know, these Snapchat. Um, and I really, that's the other thing I work with them on is how to communicate properly. 
Um, and hopefully my goal is to for them to look back from this whole process and think of it like when I started the process that I had all these tools that I got from Rob, that they have a handful of tools and it's not just because, you know, they got a highlight reel um, or got committed to a school. I really want them to have an entire process to where they can use it lifelong. You know, and I don't know about you, but it drives me nuts, and I've talked to coaches at different sports about this, is when you're on Twitter and you see that co- uh, the kid that says, blessed to receive this offer, I got this offer, I got this. Nobody cares how many offers you get, right? It's about you going to a school to get an education and then possibly playing a sport as well. But it drives me nuts when I see all of those, hey, I got this offer after talking to this coach. just drives me nuts. Yeah, I've I've noticed a lot on that. I mean, Twitter is just overloaded oh. with stuff like that. And you know, if I I get it, I get why these players are putting it out there because I mean, if you think about it, the age group they they respond and almost are addicted to likes and follows and you know what people think of them on social media. So to me, it makes sense on their side of it but yeah the one kind of when you step back you're I don't understand it but I can get why they do it mm-hmm. because they I mean they are this generation they're addicted to they feel better about themselves the more likes they get which is crazy um, yeah I mean and you're a generation almost younger than I am even you know I'm only probably 10 or 15 years older than you but um, yeah, I, I wish you the best of success for this, and, and we're going to do whatever we can to help you out because uh, I think it's a great thing that I don't ever remember hearing about in the state of Montana or many other places. Uh, well, I thank you for getting me on here. It's it's hard to get out there, and I, I try, I've been trying, and it's, it's also very new. But, um, yeah, the more people that understand um, what I'm doing, and I'm super accessible, and also, I'm also – this is the other thing that people have to understand, and most people that know me will realize this, but these players are going to get the, <laughs> my honest opinion, mm-hmm. and I'm not doing this because, I mean, I'm doing it because it's my new full-time job, but if I I will let you know what I think and when I evaluate you, um, and some players don't make the cut. Yeah. But that's also that's okay because I hopefully the ones that don't make the cut I try to give them a, some tips to kind of shed the light on what you know coaches are are looking for and sometimes sometimes these players need to hear you know a little bit of honesty and I think some coaches do that and parents also but they get wrapped up in a lot of other things going on so yeah I I. There's a lot of passion in this project. <laughs> well, and I know where it comes from. I mean, for high school, your playing days, and then playing under the legend, um, Coach Selvig. It's just I can see him in you. I can hear him in you because you watched him on the court. He was the most passionate, fiery guy. And you're thinking, I don't ever want to shake hands with this guy. He's, he scares the heck out of me. And then you talk to him off the court, and he's the nicest dude in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean that's and that's the you know that's in that movie you know the house that Rob built. Um, you got two different sides. You got the the passionate, caring coach that literally loved every one of your of those girls that came through that team and that program. But he he wanted to win and he was going to push you guys to get to that point. Yeah, and we I we thrive. I mean, at least for me, I thrived off of it. 
I needed it. And he also, but he figured that out. He figured that out because he got to know me in the off season. He, you know, worked with me. He pushed me past. I mean, there is no way I would have thought the what I came out with I was going to produce. There, was, I had no idea, but he did. That was so amazing. He could he could see it. And you can see, like I said, you see that in you with you being honest to these players. That only made that helps. I mean, you can blow smoke for, uh, you know, a, a thousand times to a kid. Oh, you're the greatest. You did this, 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 but you didn't do this. And I just got done reading a great book. It's about baseball, but fathers and sons. You know, a kid hits three home runs in a game in high school, and his dad's like, eh, "I could have done better." But you know, he struck out. Um, perfection is what it's it's unattainable, but it's what we're all after, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I these players, I yeah. Plus, I just I love being in the gym, and I'm and I'm constantly evolving. I am not going to stop. I'm going to always be learning. Um, there's a lot of things that I have that I that are in the works that I have yet to announce. So, and it's only going to make it bigger and better. Um, so yeah, the opportunity just to share kind of the, the history behind it, which is super important because it involves my mom and where I'm at is it's really cool. So thank you. Cause you have, your lineups are usually pretty stockpiled with talented coaches around the state <laughs> and athletes. So it's pretty neat to be on here, Jason. Well, it, it, that means a lot, I, uh, especially from a Lady Grizz. Um, and I didn't wear the shirt on purpose. It was just the one I grabbed out of the closet this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have hey, a bob. I'm wearing blue, though, too. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't know if you could ever do that. I don't have any maroon, copper, or, well, I have gold, but not your guys' gold. Right. Well, it's a special gold. <laughs> special kind of gold. Um, how is your sister? Oh, she's doing good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, yeah. She's out. She's got two kids, and she's in Chicago. And wow. Yeah. When we, whenever we do get together, though, it is kind of funny because I did have a brother that played for MSU football for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my younger sister is a Bearcat who played at Willamette. Okay. So we literally are a house divided. <laughs> so when we all get together, we are very competitive. But every time. I can always zing him, even because she's a Hall of Famer. I'm like, hey, four rings. Ooh, ouch. So I get him every time. Yeah, you do. You do. You definitely but do. But I don't have my big picture up in the gym, a big plaque. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you can see this, but this volleyball right here actually was signed, and I think her name is on it. I can't remember what year it was. No way. Yeah, I think I think she's on that one. Um, I'll have to look. I try not yeah. to move it, but yeah. Well, you might have to, yeah, dust it off and let me know. I will, yeah. I mean, and those were great days. I mean. Oh. Well, and that was, yeah, that was back. I mean, she played, and then Heather, I mean, Heather Dolan and I were in the same class. Mm. So, it, yeah, it was really cool, and it was neat. I mean, I hadn't remembered anybody where the family was split back. I don't remember back that far, but watching her, the same, like, Cat Grizz trying to cheer for her yes, <laughs> yes but i'm a grizz yeah and i mean she was just elite she was yeah well it was, she played the right sport she did yeah could you imagine if you guys had played basketball against each other oh we did and that's why she played volleyball <laughs> <laughs> oh, i hope she watches we this. did i hope my her senior year it, we had two twins on the team that were point guards, and then Karen and I. Yeah. It, it was her senior year at high school, and then we played volleyball yeah. together. 
I was a uh, sophomore. I can't. I mean, just a minute. unbelievable. Um, Heather's son was on the mm-hmm. show before. Oh, he was. Because he's going off to Navy. Yeah. So Riley's a great, great kid. And it's amazing how all these connections from 20-plus years ago all now come back, you know. Because I had a son that played at Helena High. Well, he was on the roster of the football team. Um, but he did get into one game and made an extra point as a kicker as a, at the varsity level. But yeah. Helena High's colors are maroon-ish. Yeah. And ish. my wife is a capital girl, so she went to Crosstown wearing her capital gear sitting in the middle of the Helena High fans. See? You need to have a therapy group. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, I know you got to run. you got to go pick up the kiddos. But yeah. uh, anything we can do, if you've got any announcements you want to make, and uh, just reach out. We'll support you, um, which is, you know, I, I think what you're doing is a fantastic thing. And like I said, it's I've never heard of it being done at this level for this state. And we have such a deep appreciation for this state and these mm-hmm. college teams from the frontier up to the Cats and the Grizz and MSUB even. Um, exactly, yeah. yeah. And well, and it's, yeah, I think you nailed it, right? You said it exactly. I just have, so, I have, it's just so much love. And also, I know when these players say that they want to play at the next level, their the commitment and the sacrifices that they have to make, I am all on board to helping get you know, help them with the goal. And you know how exactly how to get it done because you were a standout and uh, and did it well and did it with class just like your coach. Oh, thanks, Jason. See, I can Sometimes. say nice things about Grizz people. <laughs> <laughs> a little, just a little. Just a little. Um, have yourself a great day. Good luck with this, and uh, we're here anytime you need, and uh, I look forward to chatting again, Linda. Ah, oh, thanks, Jason. This was fun. Anytime. Linda Weiler-Jacobs and joining us, Jason Walker, showing the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. That was fun. We actually ended up spending another almost 45 minutes chatting off-air um, about some great things. So we got to get Coach Selvig in the Hall of Fame, College Basketball Hall of Fame. We also got to get him in a, uh, Selvig Court named in Dahlberg Arena. So uh, there you go. All right, quick break on the stay in history, the walk-off uh, coming up next. Hang on. Father's Day is coming fast, and what more would that great dad in your life want than a full detail from Auto Concepts? Or maybe he would just prefer a lift kit. It's also camping season, and now is the perfect time to outfit that rig with a winch just in case. Auto Concepts is your home for everything for your vehicle, including updating your car stereo system, too. Auto Concepts also has gift certificates for dad or yourself. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Real quick, last segment here is had fun talking with uh, Shelby Rasmussen and Linda Weiler Jacobson. Let's do on this day in history. It is April the fifth. It is First Contact Day. 
Gold Star Spouses Day, and that's the most important of the days today. National Caramel Day, Deep Dish Pizza Day, Flash Drive Day, and Reader Roadma- uh, Roadmap Day. Uh, let's see, this date's uh, 26 rounds, 1915. Jess Willard knocked out Jack Johnson in 26 rounds to heavyweight, uh, win the heavyweight boxing title in Cuba. Will Chamberlain pulled down 41 rebounds on this date in 1967. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar broke Chamberlain's all-time career scoring record on this date in 1984. Stanford beat Western Kentucky 1992 at the Women's Championship. 1993, North Carolina beats Michigan. Was that the Chris Webber timeout? I think it was. 2004, uh, 66 uh, title game, UConn beat Georgia Tech. 2005 in the Women's Championship. Baylor beat Michigan State. 2010 Men's Championship, Duke beats Butler. 30th Championship for the Women in 2011, Texas A&M beat Notre Dame. Uh, And Skylar Diggins, loved watching her play in college. And 2016, Connecticut beats uh, Syracuse in the Women's Championship. And last year on this date, Baylor beat uh, Gonzaga, uh, 86-70, in a game that wasn't even close for the undefeated then Gonzaga Bulldogs. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the Big Easy meets the Big Sky. Great Cajun food, the best Cajun food this side of New Orleans. Stop in and uh, get yourself some etouffee, get yourself a po'boy, get yourself uh, some great, great Cajun food at Cafe Zydeco on Euclid and Helena. You can also find a Cafe Zydeco in Bozeman and Billings. Have fun today. MSU Spring Rodeo, Shelby Rasmussen, Linda Weiler-Jacobson. Check her out at LWJ Productions on the Twitter. Doing great work, both of those young ladies. Tomorrow on the show, Alex Ashelman, that's what she said. Scheduled as well, Ryan Swenson and uh, Mike Miller from Capital Tennis and Softball, respectively. If you missed anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com. You can uh, click on our great sponsors, including Above All Handyman Services, our fantastic new Man Cave sponsor here. Have a terrific Tuesday. We'll see you back here 4 p.m. tomorrow, Jason Walker Show. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.